Hi, this is Max Peacock, and you're listening to my personal podcast, Max's Mind. Here you'll find narrations of the content pieces found on my blog, in case you prefer listening to my ideas instead of reading them. If you want to check out more of my work, please visit maxpeacock.blog. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. This is episode two of Max's Mind, titled The Conversation of a Generation. In addition to serving as a personal hub for my ideas, this website was also created to serve both as a starting point and a public call for some new dialogue among Gen Z. To me, it feels that we're living in a time of mass polarization in our beliefs and engagement regarding current issues. I'm becoming fearful of a collective nihilism resulting from the twisted digital ecosystem we are growing up in. It seems to me that mainstream social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube have become grounds for new forms of activism, but have also brought about some unintended consequences. The unforgiveness of cancel culture and incompassion of the your silence is deafening attitude have turned our digital spaces quite unwelcoming to newcomers in our collective dialogue. What I hope to incite in this post are some reflections regarding what constitutes a productive voice in a shared conversation, as well as some critical thinking about what we want the future of digital activism to look like. Although I make an effort to balance my optimism with a healthy dose of realism, I'm incredibly hopeful that our generation has much common ground to uncover in our views about the issues we face today. Underneath the headlines, the quips, and the catchphrases of the 21st century are ethical dilemmas which most of us would fall on the same side of if we were to discard the political baggage. I believe our species to be entirely capable of collectively learning to reduce our problems to their first principles and create rational solutions by way of constructive dialogue. It is exactly for this purpose that humans have evolved their capacity for language, but I feel that present technological and social circumstances have made it easy to forget this cognitive superpower of ours. At their roots, most of today's social justice movements are in their truest nature a push for the equal treatment of all humans. Yet media outlets who take on opposing stances to these movements remain able to flourish nonetheless. I see this incongruence of individual and systemic values as a result of our societal need to have an antithetical political identity to each issue we debate. I am not arguing that there is no room for criticism of widely appreciated beliefs concerning human values. I'm instead arguing that our default approach to controversy encourages the splitting of perspectives on fundamental issues or questions that there should be no disagreement about to begin with. Capitalist politics and economics have recently begun to thrive off the overcomplexification of basic ethical questions. Newsrooms, politicians, and influencers all feed off the human necessity for identity in times of uncertainty. There are billions of dollars to be made reaffirming the views of individuals who feel discomfort in the shifting tides of the world around them. It soon became the goal of each side to present their opposition as a threat to their community story, and this terrifies me to my core. What I am suggesting is that the kindling of a generational ability to depoliticize current issues and recognize them for their roots ought to be a priority in the coming decades. 
It is with this fundamental appreciation of what it is that we are actually debating that we can begin to create and implement legislation that is truly reflective of the world that we know to be most morally correct. I just hope that as Gen Z becomes of age to vote and take on positions of influence, we recognize the counterproductivity of a necessity for opposition simply on the basis of identity. It's as though we're living in a time where there must be a left and a right stance to each story and to merely begin to consider the position and beliefs of those who we view as foreign is to betray our own side. I must once again reiterate, this terrifies me. If we were all just willing to admit the possibility of being wrong, I think the world would be a much more peaceful place. It is overly bold of us to assume in our activism that there is nothing to learn from those who do not identify with our views. I have confidence that digital culture and systems for collective engagement will start to reflect and embrace the vitality of productive discourse in the very near future. I can envision a social ecosystem that actually thrives on the discovery of common ground between individuals instead of further dividing them. Would it be so naive to imagine a world where machine learning algorithms could be used to guide a conversation between disagreeing parties? What if social networks operated on these possibilities and actually built user incentive systems around them? Our visions and hopes of what a generationally shared dialogue can look like has been hindered by the economic principles which incentivize the competing of parties under any given circumstances. By no means do I hold the complete solutions to these problems, but I do believe if we had more individuals thinking critically and contributing thoughtfully to these fundamental conversations, we could begin shaping our future before it actually arrived. Everyone has a unique perspective and a range of experiences to contribute to each conversation, and I believe that is so worth cherishing. It is not unlikely that there is someone other than yourself who would be interested in hearing what you have to say as a well-intended and honest person. What truth is it that you will chime into this shared song of ours? Perhaps if we engage in each conversation or digital interaction with an openness to learn from each other instead of a total confidence in ourselves, then maybe we'd have a better shot at overcoming the existential threats left for us by previous generations. I can only hope it isn't pointless to dream of a reality where social structures and economic systems are based on an ambition of bringing people closer to one another in the pursuit of a collectively defined better tomorrow. I'd like to extend my appreciation and gratitude for those who have been using their voices for the right reasons, but I'd also like to highlight my belief that silence does not indicate the approval of injustice. Although I feel we have individual responsibilities to call out immoral behavior from our peers, to say that absence of public commentary makes a person part of the problem at hand is to deny the opportunity for that person to think for themselves. I recently came across this meme on Twitter and thought its satire captured the essence of my argument here. Thanks for hearing me out. In this recording, you obviously can't see the picture, but I'll just read it. It's basically two guinea pigs in conversation. The first guinea pig says, you're either with us or you're against us. The second guinea pig says, what if I don't pick sides, but critically examine both and come to a nuanced, informed, unique, individual opinion? The first guinea pig says, kill the traitor. So I think you get my point. You've been listening to Max's Mind. If you'd like to get in touch, feel free to reach out to me on my socials. They're linked on the connect page of my website. I'm always looking for a new conversation. Anyway, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time right here on Max's Mind.